Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Talk Podcast. This is the podcast that makes the world go round. I'm Ben. I'm the Turtle. And man, we are so excited that you guys are joining us here, broadcasting, recording live from the Outer Room Studios in Undisclosed Location. You know, last week's episode was fun. It was, wasn't it? It was, um, it was very fun, but yet... Uh, very creepy. Yeah, very spooky. Very spooky. Spooky, yes. At the same time, if you haven't listened to it, uh, check it out. Yes. And uh, we are we were excited to have a very special co-host, Brax Pace, in the uh, Outer Room Studios last week. And uh, looking forward to some more uh, collaborations, some more sp- special co-hosts coming on, if you yes. will. Yes. Some exciting things going to happen, my friend. Oh, yeah. Well, if you know what this theme is, then you're a Star Wars fan. If you don't, it's okay. We'll it's- let you slide... This is the Mandalorian opening main theme. The Mandalorian. From the uh, from the Disney Plus original series. Yes. Which you can stream now for a low price of 6.99 per month. That's it folks, 6.99 per month. You heard it here from the Talk Podcast and no, we are not in a paid partnership with Disney. Well, we're going to have a fun night tonight, or today, really, well, it's night for us whenever we're recording the podcast, but for whenever you guys are listening to the podcast, it may be a different time of the day, so we are very, very excited, and um, well, without further ado, uh, may I say so myself? It's time for This Day in History. This Day uh, Turtle, in History. what you got for us today? We're just going to hit some, uh, just some highlights here, briefly here. Um, of course, on this day... March 23rd, the day of the recording of this podcast. There you go. Um, the abbreviation OK enters national vernacular. Wow. OK. Yes. OK. You know, when you when I look at the when I look at this word, or I guess phrase, if you will, what, yeah. whatever the whatever yes. the whatever the proper English is, is called for it. You know, when when you know you're texting a girl. <laughs> and, uh, okay. and or or your fiance or wife or honey bun whatever you call them <laughs> and uh, she just sends back the letters okay o and a k you know you you know everything's not okay something's not right something is not right yes. and that is when they will kill you <laughs> in your sleep or they'll just throw a rock through your window and hit you and hit I don't know I went off a rabbit trail there but I just know whenever whenever you see uh, the words okay. Uh, it's just not a good thing. Not a good sign, bub. <laughs> not a good sign at all. So, oh, hold on there a second, dear cap. Oh. All right. <laughs> Sorry, folks, got our notes moved around here. But, uh, yes, on March 23rd, 1839, the initials OK were first published in the Boston Boston. Boston. I'm sorry, Boston Morning Post. I, com- I combine morning and Boston together. One word, sorry. But yeah, 1839, first published in the Boston Morning Post. Wow. An abbreviation for all, I, I never heard the slang term, but it says all correct. Like, instead of A-L-L-O-L-L, and then correct with a, with a K. Whoever would have thought. Crazy, crazy times back then. Well, it never, I mean, 
it's just kind of crazy because we think okay is, is from the word the word okay okay yeah okay a y right okay yeah but it said uh, from some abbreviation for all correct um oh sorry I lost my train lost my place there for a second that's okay but anyways uh a popular mis- misspelling of all correct at the time okay steadily made its way into everyday uh, speech for Americans. And now I guess everybody across the world that speaks English or has, you know, text messaging abilities. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I use, now I don't use just okay, you know, like the O and the K. I usually just say okay, you know, okay, yeah. A-Y. That's usually, um, you know, what I say. And uh, let's see here. I mean, since, <laughs> I mean, here, favorite, favorite clip of mine, and Turtle, I'm sure it's, Oh, yes, I, I know where you're going with this. Uh, we're going to make sure that an ad does not play here. Okay, here it is. Weber. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> you two, take care of my beach now. Okay. Okay. And watch out for nosy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. 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 <laughs> oh, we're going to start our search for nosy now, okay? Okay. <laughs> okay, Ferb. Okay. Let's find us a place. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. It's safe. You can come back, okay? That was not okay. <laughs> okay. Kind of since it's your first day and you're understandably eager to impress old Captain Weber, I'll give you another chance. Captain Weber. Captain Phineas Weber. And from what Phineas a and Ferb. What a classic. What an absolute classic. I'm telling you, I love... Phineas and Ferb. Phineas and Ferb was my show. It's a great cartoon. Growing up. It yeah. is. It was absolutely just fan, f- fan, fan flipping tastic. Fan flipping. Okay. If you, okay. That's why I was going, okay. <laughs> I hit the, hit the double snaps. Hit the there. double snaps, yeah, yeah, folks. Yeah. Hit the double snaps. Hit the double. You heard it here first. Okay. Oh, that was triple. Okay. Oh, <laughs> triple. Right, oh, my gosh. I'm He's done. fully I'm loaded. Done. I'm done. He's a. <laughs> 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 okay. Okay. That's okay. As fast as they go, and I was okay. so out of rhythm, out of mojo, whatever. Okay. But yeah, eighteen thirty-nine. The initials. Okay, you first published. Well, you heard it here first, folks, on the Talk Podcast. Yes. Let's see. Also on March twenty-third. What else you got here? Oh, eighteen oh six. Lewis and Clark depart Fort Clatsop. Yeah, Clatsop. I think that's 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 what it is. Fort, and it says C L A T S O P. But on this day, March twenty third, eighteen oh six, Lewis and Clark depart this fort to head back to the East Coast for home. Wow! So after you know their trip through the West to reach the Pacific, the West Coast to explore the Louisiana Purchase. Yes, explore the Louisiana Purchase that you know the U.S. government with Thomas Jefferson as president at the time bought from France. That's it. What well, now? Isn't there one of them buried not too far from Lawrence County? I believe so. I believe Somewhere there is, the but I don't Trace. know which one it is. Yeah, on the Natchez Trace. I think it's uh, Lewis. I think you're right because his name was Mary- Meriwether Lewis, right? Yep. I think there's actually like a state natural I believe area so. or something. Yeah, on yep. the Natchez Trace. But yeah, that's it. So yeah. on this day, they made their way after making their way, just exploring Louisiana Purchase, making their way to the West Coast. They in 1806, they decided to make. Of course, it was time to head home to the East Coast and departed Fort Clatsop. <laughs> yeah, you know, I have never been to the Pacific Northwest, but I have always wanted to go because I've always heard, heard now, 
that it's a very, very beautiful country up there. I've always heard that too. I've always wanted to visit there. I, you know, I guess even though today in our modern times, if you will, which I guess the term modern changes constantly with the, every decade you think about it, you know. Yeah. But in our developed, you know, era, I guess if you will, past couple hundred, well, past, oh, well, over a hundred years or more, so you know now. Um, yeah. Well, you know, it's just so accessible. Well, I meant like uh, it is more accessible, but at the same time, I still just envision and dream of big, wide open spaces. And, you know, from big, huge plains to big, huge, tall, old wood forest, you know? Yeah. I've always dreamed of those things. I would love to see actually see something like that one day. I completely agree. Now, this is Alaska Airlines. Alaska You can Airlines. leave Nashville. Uh... And travel to Seattle. Oh, your request is landing shortly. I like that. <laughs> that's that's a, that's a great concept. It is. For the website. Yeah, yeah. What the heck? Yeah, we'll allow all the cookies. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Oh, wow. Yeah. L- low flights. There's a there's okay. a nonstop one. Five hours, ten minutes, nonstop. Uh, looks like a 139. Not huh. bad. Not, not bad. bad you can have a, you can do American Airlines and then do Alaska Airlines for like 148. You have a... It's a nine-hour flight, one stop. Looks like you go to BNA, and then you have a layover in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, at O'Hare, and then uh, from O'Hare you have a, you travel to Seattle. Well, yeah, interesting. Oh, well, I, you know, I thought I'd look up flights for just a second. <laughs> You're good. So, uh, well, the uh, last thing I guess for this day in history for March 23rd is well, there's a movie that you may have, everybody may have heard of, probably more than likely at least heard of, you know. The director James Cameron directed Terminator. Oh yeah. Directed pre uh, second Aliens movie. Yeah. And among other things, and Avatar of course. But in 1998, James Cameron's Titanic wins eleven Academy wow. Awards. Wow, eleven Academy Awards for Titanic. Well, you, you know, Titanic is a great movie. It is, isn't it's it? A, it's a it's a classic. It is. Um, my grandmother uh, actually has uh, the entire uh, box set. On VHS of Titanic. Really? Yeah, over there at her house. That's incredible. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. It's like it's like two or three VHS tapes. That's how. Oh, it's a, it's a long movie, isn't it? Oh god! Holy yeah. cow! Oh man, yeah. Titanic is. Uh, Titanic. It's a it's a very very long movie. I don't know exactly uh, how long uh, it is. Uh, we'll see. We'll look it up real quick here. Uh, movie. I make sure I can spell movie right. But yeah, uh, he actually won Best Director was one of those Academy Awards too. Wow! On the on the Oscar like the Academy Award night of March twenty third, nineteen ninety eight. Wow! You know, uh, he's he's a very good director. Yeah, three and a half hours. Wow! Almost as long as the Snyder cut. As exactly, yeah. I was gonna say, I think uh, I think beats Avengers, it by like twenty eight. Oh yeah, Avengers. Yeah, Avengers Endgame's like three hours and. What some odd minutes? Yeah, still I think shorter than that. But yeah, I think the only three hours and thirty minutes is yeah, it's almost four hours. The Snyder yeah. Cut is four hours and two minutes, and uh, Endgame is three hours and two minutes. Ah, wow. So 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 Jack Zack Snyder's Justice League uh, beats Avengers Endgame by a whole hour. It does, and it beats Ty- James Cameron's Titanic by, by twenty. 30, yeah, thirty-two minutes. Like thirty-two minutes. Yeah. Wow. Man, yeah, you know, I have not watched Zack Snyder's Justice League cut, but hopefully by the time uh, we shoot the podcast next, I will have watched the entire thing. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Glad to hear that indeed. Oh, yeah. 
Well, that's it for uh, History and History for March 23rd. And now moving on to March 25th, Thursday, which is Thursday, the day this podcast will go on air and be published. On March 25th in 1911, the Triangle Shirtwaist Fire kills 146 in New York City. Wow. You know, that was a big deal. It still is a big deal. It is. It's a dark moment in America's industrial history, my friend. But yet a turning point of how um, better working conditions were able to make their way known. Yes. This is one of the tip, one of the, I guess, one, yeah, definitely one of the major tipping points for better working conditions in, you know, industrial settings, by all means. Yeah. Also, this day in history, on March 25th, we have, let me go through these notes here. Aha, 1774, the British Parliament passes the Boston Port Act. On this day, March 25th, 1774, the British Parliament passes the Boston Port Act, closing the port of Boston and demanding that the city's residents pay nearly a one <coughs> excuse me one million dollars worth in today's money of tea dumped in the Boston Harbor during the Boston Tea Party of December 16th, 1773. Hmm. Man, oh man. So they they wanted, well, folks, they wanted they wanted the colonists to pay for the million dollars worth of tea, which that's in today's money. They wanted them to pay for the tea that they dumped for the people <clears throat> that was dumped into the harbor in the Boston Tea Party of December 16th, 1773. Wow. Wow, oh wow. Isn't that just something else? <laughs> yeah, it is, isn't it? Oh man, that's crazy! No wonder, no wonder the American Revolution happened. I'm telling you, Doing they, just, like that they, right got, there. they got so tired of they it. They got so tired of that. I would get tired of that. Yeah, hey man, I would too. I mean, yeah. You know, if there's one time period that I could live in, uh, it would have to be uh, the colonial time period. Colonial time period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like the colonial time period. That's awesome. Oh yeah. But, but yeah, the British Parliament passes the Boston Port Act. Demanding the city's residents pay for all the tea dumped into the harbor during the Boston Tea Party. Crazy, crazy, and crazy stuff. Crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. All right. Was that all you got for us, Turtle? Yeah, that's it for this day in history, everybody. Wow. Thank you, Turtle. Thank you. You know, I really, I, I can say this. I truly, truly, truly enjoy this day in history. Well, thank you. I do too, by all means. I it's very much uh, very do. cool to learn about some stuff. So I have here. The word of the day. Word of the day. The word of the day for today, March 23rd, 2021. The day that this podcast will air. Can't give you the word of the day for March 25th because that word of the day has not existed yet. Oh. It is into the future. The future. But the word of the day is jurisprudence. Jurisprudence. Hmm. And the definition for jurisprudence is the science or philosophy of law. Ah. Or a system or body of law. The course of court decisions as distinguished from legislation and doctrine and a department of the law. And did you know, quote, for a farewell to our jurisprudent, I wish unto him the gladsome light of jurisprudence. 
with this valid valedictory to English jurist Sir Thomas Littleton, another jurist Sir Edward Coke, welcomed two new words in English in 1628. His jurist prudence meant knowledge of or skill in law. Wow, very interesting. That's very interesting. Jurisprudence. Very, very interesting. Now, an archaic sense that reflects the meaning of the words root. Jurisprudence goes back to the Latin prudentia juris, literally skill in law, from which was derived the late Latin formation. Jurisprudentia and subsequently, and subsequent, subsequent, yeah, subsequently, I think that's how you say it. I'm not really for sure. I think so. Sub, subsequently, subsequently, whatever. You can spell it out. <laughs> it's all good. The English word, the noun jurisprudent, means one skilled in law. In other words, a jurist. Ah. There's also jurisprude, a somewhat rare 20th century back formation created from jurisprudence with influence from prude. It means one who makes ostentatious show of Judas juris prudential learning. Man, the word of the day you, was a mouthful. I that was tell a you. And exa- here's just two examples, and I'll be done with the word of the day. All righty. A basic premise of American jurisprudence is that a person is presumed innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. Also, there is a long-standing tradition in the First Amendment jurisprudence that courts should not impose prior restraints on speech. Jack Griner, the Cincinnati, Ohio Inquirer, November 24th. 2020. Hmm. And ladies and gentlemen, jurisprudence is the word of the day. The word of the day. Wow. Very interesting wow. indeed. Wow. That's a... Wow. 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 We, we got Owen... to play Owen Wilson's wow again <laughs> on the, uh, uh, the third wow. mains here. Well, ben, well, Benton, wow. That's a pretty incredible word right there. Wow. This day in history. Wow. Well, thank you, Mr. Wilson. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you're welcome. Uh, there's a Mr. Wilson signing up. Wow. Wow, from the Outer Room Studio. Wow. Wow. All right, all right, all right. Oh, Ooh, we got Matthew McConaughey Man. Here. You know, I, I want to, I want to, I got HBO Max. Oh, HBO Max. Because I wanted to watch Zack Snyder's Justice League. But uh, if you go to HBO Max, it actually shows uh, uh, Zack Snyder's, his, his list that, you know, has inspired, oh, yes. uh, inspired him. Uh, to be a uh, to be a director, I guess. Be a director, that, that's had an filmmaker. On his, yeah, had an impact on his films. Yes. Uh, give me one second, and I will log in and I will show you. All right. Uh, that all right, that all list, right, but there's right. actually a lot of good movies. Um, on that list, hope I can remember my password. You know, that's Ooh. always the booger. Right yeah, there. it's always the booger right there. Uh, what was my password? Please tell me that's the password. Please tell me. Come on. I hit sign in. Oh, yeah, there it is. Oh, who's watching? Ben's watching. All right. Make a big screen here for... Y'all browse picks. There it is. Okay, yeah, there's the Zack Snyder thing. So, you know, he's got like 2001 Space Odyssey. Right. Space Odyssey. Blade Runner. Blade Runner, the final cut. I've always wanted to watch Blade Runner. Harrison Ford stars in Blade Runner. Yeah, you know, I've never seen Blade Runner uh, heard it's really great. Never seen The Matrix either. The Matrix is on here. Yeah, I've seen I've seen bits and parts of The Matrix several times on television growing up. I've never actually watched it all the way through myself. But it's yeah. pretty pretty popular and incredible. Keanu Reeves. Yeah, Keanu Reeves. That's why I'm gonna have to watch it. Whoa. I love you, you killed my dog. Now I'm coming for you. Now I'm gonna and you you messed my car up. You messed my car up. Oh, Keanu man. Reeves. 
the shining on here uh, seven samurai seven yes seven samurai is definitely something i need Yo, to and watch Yojimbo. Yojimbo actually owned a blu-ray copy of that that's a great film throne of blood i actually hey i actually i've yet to watch it still but i own a copy of throne of blood on blu-ray as well yeah, but what I was going at here is a True Detective. Ooh, all right, all right, is, all right. It stars Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson. Oh, man. They are detectives. Now, I've heard it's very dark. Yeah. And it's kind of hard to get through it, but there's three seasons of it, and I'm going to start watching it. Oh, it's a show, not a movie. Yeah, it's a show. Oh, okay. Uh, because if Zack Snyder likes it, I probably will like it. Yeah. May, may keep HBO Max around for a little bit. I, I like HBO Max. May it's, have to give up something to gain something. I, I got you. Well, like um, uh, I would I like did to get start it. Unforgiven by Clint Eastwood. Though. Oh, that was his last western he did. Unforgiven. I truly believe so. That's a great one. It is um, very, very incredible. Very incredible indeed. I think HBO Max. I, I would like to get it because of uh, also access to all the DC animated movies and shows. By all means. Yeah, man. There's just. Uh, Dunkirk's on there. That's a Christopher Nolan movie. Yes, I have not seen Dunkirk. You know, I want to watch that too. Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch Zack Snyder's Justice League first, though. Yeah, and that could be, uh, of course, pop culture news. Zack pop Snyder's culture Justice League. News. There you go. Take it away, turtle. Well, folks, the biggest thing on the agenda, of course, for pop culture news is Zack Snyder's Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> of course, uh, Benton has not watched it yet. I have not watched it, but I have thankfully. Have watched it myself. All four hours and two minutes. Wow. wow. All four hours. Yeah, you know, I forgot that it was four hours. Yes, it is. And um, you know, was it was it just completely mind blowing? I will I'm not gonna say it's just sit here, sit here like say it's just completely mind blowing. It's one it's it's mind blowing or anything, or like it's the greatest thing ever. It's you know, it's still great. It's still a lot better than what we got in th- what we saw in theaters in twenty seventeen. Oh, thank the Lord. It's a lot better because, like, the story makes a lot more sense by all means. Um, and I wasn't trying just to diss it or anything. Um, it's not necessarily, like, the greatest superhero film of all time, even, necessarily. But it's definitely, it's like it's, a, it's just a good, solid middle. Yeah. Like, it's not just necessarily mind-blowing, change your life, great. But also, it's really good quality, and it's a good story. And it's just, like, on a scale of 1 to 10, I would give it, like, a 7.5 or an 8. Seven, seven, or an eight. That's yes. That's you know, well, you know, that's still a pretty good rating. Oh yes. I mean, seven and a half and eight, because I mean, some movies, some movies don't even get that much. Right, and like a theatrical cut, I I kind of gave it like a maybe like a five and a half. Ooh, yeah. You know, somewhere in there, like it was still had some. I mean, even now, there's still some cool, fun moments in that. I will admit, not just to crap all over it or anything, but you mean, yeah. But like. Really, what inspired me was the story behind the Snyder Cut and mm-hmm. how it came to be. And it's still awesome. And by the way, too, if you're like a DC fan, there's a lot of like, there's some Easter eggs in there. And as a fan of Jack Kirby, the the art, the comic book artist, and a fan of DC, like seeing like Dark Side and Steppenwolf and all that kind and all the New God stuff, is because like those characters, like series, series is called New Gods, anyways. Jack Kirby's Fourth World is what it was called. And oh, interesting. And it actually was his own back in the set early seventies when he left when there was an upset because you know Jack Kirby co-created the Fantastic Four with Stan Lee co-created the Marvel's version of Thor um, and the Avengers and co-created uh, the X Men with Stan Lee and co-created the Incredible Hulk like he was the main <clears> like really, honestly this is the best way I could put it you know everybody knows Stan because Stan you know was great and incredible and you know. 
he was uh, he was alive. Uh, Jack Kirby unfortunately passed away in like 1994, before all the big, oh. big before all the big movies came to be. You know, I think yeah. he, he'd been alive and all, when all the big movies, uh, all the Avengers movies, and all the other big Marvel movies happened. He probably would be in front and center, and people would know about him more. Probably you know? so. But if you're a comic book fan, you definitely know about Jack Kirby by all means, some form or fashion. Whether you really like him or not, or if you just appreciate what he did and you casually kind of like him, or if you just love him like I do, you you you've heard of him and kind of seen some of his stuff because he's had his hand in all kinds of things. But anyways, he left Marvel, you know, in about sixty nine, seventy, or so. There was an upset actually. Um, I won't get into that those details of that story right now. It could be its own topic itself. But anyways, he went to DC. DC kind of let him do his own thing. And one thing he did was he created the fourth world. Oh, wow. Where, um, yeah, these two planets that have been at war for like a thousand years or more, something like that, you know. And it was Apocalypse and New Genesis. And it was kind of his own thing until, and it, it was way ahead of its time, honestly. The storytelling, the concept he was doing, everything was way ahead of its time. Interesting. Because it didn't sell as well as some of the other titles he was working on. Like actually, his best-selling title while he was at DC was a, a series called Commandy. Hmm. And Commandy, I love Commandy. It's crazy. It incredible sounds very fun. interesting. Well, imagine Planet of the Apes and the cartoon Johnny Quest, and you combine those two. Interesting. And you get the series called Commandy because the main character is a young blonde-haired uh, guy that looks kind of like. Uh, like Tarzan is sent Tarzan like with like with ripped blue jeans though. Yeah. And interesting. it's like Planet of the Apes because it's like in a post apocalyptic world. And instead of just apes though, it's like tigers and dogs and everything can walk and talk walk and talk. But anyways wow. not to get not to get off on rabbit trail. Well, I tell you, you know, if even if you did, I mean I'm over here looking through HBO Max. <laughs> You're fine. But so, he, but, I mean, he, but anyways you can as many rabbit trails as you want to. But uh but anyways, so Eventually, though, years later, as time went on, decades would pass, you know, and people really appreciated what he did with the fourth world and those characters. And so eventually, Darkseid, because Darkseid kind of appeared in a Superman comic originally, actually, first. Yeah. Um, he kind of was like a villain to Superman, and then eventually they kind of used him as the big bad of the whole Justice League, actually. So he's kind of like, my my opinion, DC's like biggest bad, like, cosmic level at like huge scale everybody got to fight him villain yeah you know and so seeing getting to see him and getting to see just uh like they talk about well i don't want to spoil anything because you hadn't seen it yeah but anyways dark side's awesome when you get to see him steppenwolf is actually more steppenwolf is more of a threat in this insider Zack Snyder's cut Snyder cut all right he's more of a right. threat you, you know you more you more oh, sorry there uh you know more about his motivations Okay. And like, why is he doing what he's doing? You know, and also cyborg stories actually told, and actually he's like the heart of the movie. Okay, uh, cool. he's the heart of the film. Actually, he, he's like the upcoming complete. Like Flash is kind of the newcomer, but he's really the new care, like newcomer, up and coming. He's the heart of the film. Flash got a lot more awesome action scenes, by the way, that are cool. more epic. He's he's justified as a, a like way more with his abilities of super speed. You know, better. Yeah. Uh, Batman doesn't have. These, those like, those cringe jokes he was telling in the theatrical cut. Okay, good. None of that. 
um, no mustaches were harmed in making that film. Okay. Because there's no Henry Cavill CGI'd face hiding his mustache. Praise the Lord. This there's, CGI there's no... was as bad as Luke Skywalker and Mandalorian. Oh, 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 oh man. I oh, went oh. there. You went there. Yeah, I went there. I don't care. <laughs> That's okay. And, he, but, uh, and Superman's got his black suit, which oh. is what Snyder wanted him to have, his black suit. Right, which right, he, right, right. He really, right. really has only worn that in the 90s when he died and came back to life. He had a black suit for a little bit there. Okay, you know? cool. Um, so there's that. Uh, Wonder Woman, even she's just more action packed. I think even better. Oh, the fight scene was like the Amazons when it when Sevenfold when Sevenfold uh, shows up on um, Themyscira anyways to get the mother box. That's a lot more action packed. A lot more. Just the whole thing's more action packed. Honestly, the action's a lot better. Well, good. Well, I can't wait to watch it. So that's for sure. It's is it's incredible. The soundtrack is like a ten times better too. It's awesome. It's great, and I think maybe this will. You know, I don't know if this will lead to other things that he might do, but you know what? Even if it doesn't, this is still great. It's almost like he did a trilogy with yeah. Man Steel, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, and then this. It's like a trilogy, honestly. You can watch, and then you have a complete story now. Okay. Well, I'm down for it. So yeah. Um, that's pretty much it for uh, pop culture news. I was mainly focused on that. Well, awesome. Well, Turtle, thank you so much for the pop culture news. And ladies and gentlemen, we have a very special episode tonight. Oh, do we? We have a episode that has been a long time in the making. And uh, we are taking a short break from talking about topics from around the world and different areas and aspects of life. And we are focusing on one person. We Ooh. are focusing on the turtle. Oh, really now? Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're focusing on the turtle tonight. Uh, Turtle, why don't you just tell everybody who's listening to the podcast what what to expect for the next 30 minutes or so. Ooh. Well, folks. Or however long you, you know, yeah. talk. Um, you know, I'm just going to share some things with my heart. Uh, it's going to get a little serious. It's going to get pretty heavy. So um, if you're listening to this, uh, listen to it. I would say, you know, listen to it while you're probably just sitting down and relaxing in your ways. We're going to get into some serious uh, discussions about s- certain serious things in life in general. The things have been in my heart. I want to share with what I wanted, some things I want to do, uh, some things I hope that encourages you, um, and and hope that some things that uh, hopefully bring some encouragement. Some um, just it'll be it's going to be therapeutic for me just sharing some things on my mind. So it's going to be a great discussion, I believe. Anyways, my friend. Well, turtle, I'm looking forward to it. So let's do it. Jump on in. All right, here we are. Here we go. Here we go. Three, two. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's well, okay. Go ahead. Well, uh, Benton, my good friend. You know, this has been on my, uh, you know, heart for a while. Uh, some certain things about just, you know, one thing that I felt like before is that, you know, I, I want this podcast to be fun. I want this to be. Something that we, of course, we've been enjoying doing. It. We've been having fun doing. It. I want it to be fun. I also want it to be, uh, and I want it to also hopefully encourage people, bring some positivity in people's lives, you know, and things of that nature by all means. And this is something I just wanted to know, share. Built has been a build up for a long time, really. Just some certain things, you know. I don't have a certain like agenda necessarily on certain certain points to hit necessarily right now at this moment. This is just more of an open discussion. And all right, I'll roll with it. You know, this. Speaking of the Snyder Cut, 
what really inspired me I, to talk about some things, especially is that you know, if you know the story of the of the, of the, of the Snyder Cut, is that why he stopped working? One of the I guess one of the reasons he stopped. Well, not I guess, but one of the reasons or the main reason he stopped working on the film was that his daughter took his own took her own life. Yeah, you know. That was one of, the, one of the main reasons. I don't know the full story behind if we know why or what happened exactly. You know, I don't, I don't know that. You can probably find that. You can probably look it up. Yeah. Anybody can and find out why. But uh, there was a video I watched. I think there's some. He won an award called, I think, the Hollywood Association something award, I believe, he won. And uh, I think I sent the video to you, actually, of him, uh, a YouTube video of him receiving it. And he talked about. You know, of course, the uh, you know it was it was because of a storm of fans talking about the Snyder Cut and wanting it done all over like social media, all over the internet, everywhere. You know, to the point of like they ra- there was a group of people that got together to raise money to put out banners in billboards. There even was a plane that flew around with a banner. You know, and um, actually, here's the video right here. You've been. Would you like for me to play this? Yeah, video? go ahead and play that right here. Okay, that'd be great. Uh, we'll let this ad get through because we don't want to. <laughs> We don't want any ads, you know. Ads yeah. are just not the uh, the best thing. Video is about two minutes long. Uh, we'll go ahead and play that for you. So just uh, sit back, relax, and uh, uh, here is uh, Zach Snyder. Thank you, Ashley, Scott, and thank you to the Hollywood Critics Association for honoring me with this, the Valiant Award. Making a movie is hard enough, but the story of the Snyder Cut of Justice League is a saga that is almost eight years in the making. It's a movie that was never gonna see the light of day, but due to the perseverance of thousands of fans around the world, millions of tweets, incredible social media activations, whether it be billboards in Times Square, bus stops in San Diego, or airplanes literally flying around the studio, those amazing and dedicated fans got a giant corporation like Warner Media to take notice of them, hear what they had to say, and got them finally to agree to finish the film as I originally intended. So on March 18th, that movie will come out and it will be a victory for all of them. But the real victory is not that the movie was getting finished. More than that is what happened during the course of making Justice League. It's that these fans were also able to join together and create a community that got behind a cause, a cause that is not only important to me and my family, but also needed in the world. That causes mental health awareness and suicide prevention. With the same billboards and tweets that they used to get the movie made, the fans were able to raise over half a million dollars for AFSP and to generate so much awareness for a topic that is oftentimes in the dark. The work that they have done is literally saving lives. So you see, the real victory is that effort. The real victory is those lives that are being saved. And when everyone watches the movie on March 18th and the credits roll, at the end, the real achievement will be all the incredible work that's been done for mental health awareness and suicide prevention. And I'm proud to be a small part of it. So thank you for honoring me with the Valiant Award and thank you everyone who lent their voices to this noble cause. And also, it's not too late to give to AFSP and for those who are struggling, please know that there are people who can help support you and that you're not alone. Wow. Incredible words, really. AFSP. Yes, I think right? it's like the American Society of Suicide Prevention, I believe. Okay, okay. And I, and actually, we can play it here in a moment. There's another uh, for King. You know the 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 duet for King and Country. 
Yes. You know, they actually, I think, live in the Nashville, Franklin area somewhere in there. Um, originally mm-hmm. from Australia, moved here to America, you know, wanting to do music. And uh, they have a, a, a song pretty much dedicated to about um, suicide prevention, actually. We could pop up and show if you want if you want to hear yeah, a little bit yeah, as yeah. well. Because they're one of my favorite duets of, in general of all time, really. Uh, What's the song music. called? Uh, God Only Knows is the name of the song. Mm. You know, they uh, sing it with Dolly Parton, too. Yeah, they did, they've done multiple versions of this. I think they did one version, actually, with Echo Smith. I don't know who that is. It's a band as well. I band. Either. But they did a version with Dolly Parton. Uh, yep, there's the one with... Uh, it's called Timbaland Remix. Yeah. For, I think that... Uh, there's the, the original one, I believe. Yes, that's the original here. one there. Yeah. But, uh, but anyways, we can get to that in a moment. But... Yeah. Um, when I watched that video with him just talking about, you know, because the, the fan, like the group that did the Snyder Cut movement, they would take in money and use some of that money to help promote the, the Snyder Cut movement, like paying for the billboards and stuff. But half of their funds actually would also go to, you know, the American Society of Suicide Prevention as well. So I like what he said, how, you know, at the end of the day, the movie is, is great, it's good. But really, the 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 what really matters is at the end of the day of all the work and effort put into mental health and just you know suicide awareness by all means is what really touched me. And you know, like I said, it's going to get pretty kind of heavy right now. So if you're listening, when everybody listens to this, it's going to it's going to get pretty kind of heavy right now. And I'm going to go ahead and just yeah. and run into it. Well, this is something you know, mental health and suicide um, is so important, and this day and time it is and i feel like it doesn't get talked about enough i agree so i'm glad that you're taking it this direction i'm excited and let's go all right i'm excited good job turtle way to go well thank you you know it's (laughs) this actually uh this has i've not been affected directly by losing somebody to suicide uh, suicide excuse me but um, has it affected my family? Uh, yes, it has. You know, um, my grandfather, uh, I never met him, passed away in 1993, mm. two years before I was born. But he took his own life. Oh. And, you know, my, my grandmother told me the story once anyways, I mean, like a year or two before she passed. She passed away, actually, of, uh, you know, she was at home when it happened. Oh, man. And uh, I won't going details at the moment anyway she actually told me the details of it what happened she actually was um in the bathroom she heard the gunshot go off and then the bedroom that's where she found him and uh you know it really affected my dad in a negative way affected the whole family in a negative way and, and also even before i don't know the details about this story uh next story too is that i think this i know this happened before my mom I mean, before my dad met my mom, uh, I think this happened before my dad's dad took his own life. My my dad actually shot himself one time. Hmm. He um he put a shotgun right to his chest. And from my understanding, and see, I, I there's a lot of things I learned after my dad passed. Anyways, that I, I did I didn't know, you know, yeah. which I imagine he probably wouldn't want to tell us that by any means. Right. You know, yeah. not not till at least a little you know, older. Yeah. Because I, I was like six, you know, I was sixteen when I lost my dad. My brother was twelve, and um, 
well, he passed he passed away of a heart attack unfortunately but this is this is years years before you know he had uh, attempted to take his own life and from my understanding I talked to my grandmother and one of her, one of her sisters is that um, and I talked to my mom is that I think they're saying that one of the reasons why he's one of the reasons why he survived they say is that um, it was birdshot it wasn't like buckshot if it'd be anything bigger you know because you know, a shotgun yeah. a shotgun shell very powerful you know. Because you know, you, you know, a shotgun shell essentially is just a plastic shell mm-hmm. with uh, powder and primer, and then it's it's lead balls inside. Yep, and it spreads. And it spreads. Yeah, and depending birds, on what your choke is. Yeah, depending yeah. on what your choke is, you know, yeah. what, what your you know things of that nature, and then of course, um, most of the time your self defense shotguns have buckshot. You know, it's it's not as many lead balls, but they're bigger. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So from our understanding, the reason why they say he sort of, you know survived anyways. After he got, you know, brought to the hospital and so forth, is that um, it was birdshot. If it had been anything bigger, um, he probably wouldn't have made it. Hmm. And uh, that's the reason why I've always wondered. My dad actually had a scar on his uh, left of it, on his on his chest and left hand side actually, and I think that's what it was from. I guess from the surgery of that believe believe anyways. Yeah. Um. But. Sorry, lost my. <clears throat> sorry. Oh no, you're good. But anyways, you're good. You're good. Um, so learning that about after he passed away, I learned about that, and you know, I never met my grandfather, and so really, it's just, and then hearing this story has really, you know, actually too, by the way, I haven't really talked about this, but you know, my dad had one other sibling. He had a little, had a little brother, and uh, unfortunately, I've never, uh, I was never close to my uncle um, whatsoever. You know, he actually. Um, you mean you know where my I won't say say like well you know where my mom lives anyways you know yeah 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 well you know that uh, blue house to the side I believe so yeah yeah, yeah. Um, that's all I'm gonna say anyways there okay cool <laughs> there, yeah yeah, you know? yeah 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 but he used to live in the house right beside my right beside where we lived anyways growing up when I was really little but then eventually his family moved to Arkansas okay and so unfortunately I was, I was never close to him you know yeah. never was close to him very much and um Apparently, you know, after my dad passed, I kind of talked to him because he, he would come to my grandmother's house period, kind of like oh, every now and again, sometime randomly. Well, he actually passed. He he actually passed away. Probably what twenty, I think twenty eighteen now, is when he passed away. Mm-hmm. My my uncle did, and. uh Unfortunately, that's a long, a crazy story. I actually, nobody actually on my dad's side of the family, I don't really know what happened, honestly. Hmm. Because uh, not to get into uh, rabbit holes and details, but I, my mom actually, actually, I remember, I remember when it ha- I heard the news about that, as I actually went to church on a Wednesday, and my mom called me and told me what happened because my uncle's, um, they, I don't know. It was a weird situation. They, my, my dad's side of the family, anyways, learned through Facebook that my uncle had passed away. Interesting. Very weird. Very strange. And the whole thing was strange and weird. You know, I'm not close to my. Well, I guess what would be my would have been or would be my aunt or anything. I, I don't know. Point is, is that from what I understand, what had passed is that there was an overdose on 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 medication, on pills. But I don't know if it was on purpose or not on purpose. But not assuming anything, but the times I was around him, 
especially when my grandmother passed, you know, I think it might have been on purpose anyways. Mm. I can't really say for sure. Yeah. You know, but my point is, is that really want to talk about, you know, advocate, uh, mental health. And I want to talk about too, just, um, you know, bro- broken homes, you know, I want to talk about how the family element in our society has kind of fallen and broken down a lot for most people. Yeah. You know, and how really you think, you know, you can't just blame everything on your environment you grew up in by all means, but your environment you grew up in and what support resources you have and your support system really can mm-hmm. ha- either negatively affect you or positively yeah. affect you. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> you know, I wish, I wish Anna was here. Yeah. <laughs> because, um, she, we she, have had, huh? Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh, no, she actually probably would have been perfect for this, really. She would have. Yeah. And, um, we can dive in again some more things. We will, her. yeah, for yeah. sure. Because this is, this is something she's very passionate mm-hmm. about. Uh, she has a passion for people, helping people. And that's one thing that I really, really love about her and find very attractive. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, we'll have to jump in this again. But, you know, Anna and I have talked about um, children at a very young age and right. how um, there are, at a certain age, their experiences that they have at that age really set them up for the rest of their lives. Correct. And, you know, whatever home situation they're in, you know, whatever they're doing, there's something about there's a certain age where a lot of things are very, 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 very important to have in a home setting. Right. Don't quote me on it. Yeah. And I'm not going to I'm not going to jump off into statistics and give an age range or anything like yeah, that, because yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Right. It's all good. Yeah, I wish yeah. Anna was here yeah. so she could, you know, slap me upside the head and enlighten me. <laughs> and li- and with, like, uh, you know, with yeah. you know what that is, but I yeah, gotcha. so, so go ahead, continue. Yeah, but you know, um, growing up, I don't know. It, I guess when I lost my when my dad passed away, anyways, you know, every everything changed for the for the rest of my life by all means, because you know, we didn't. I mean, we uh, we were. I would say we're definitely were loved and well t- and taken care of well, but. You know, my. I wish my dad would have. There's a lot of things I've learned now. Like one thing is, your mental health will affect your physical health, and you gotta try to take better, you know, care of your physical health as much as you can. Because you know, one of the reasons why he passed away is that he dealt with high high blood pressure. Yeah. Very much. Hmm. And I don't think at the time I can't remember exactly now, but I don't think at the time I don't know if he was taking his medication or not. Yeah. I don't know if he had the ability to even get it or not. Yeah. At the time, because at the time, honestly, when he passed away, he was unfortunately unemployed because he worked for, for all my life that I remember him. He worked for, uh, well, I don't want to throw any companies under the bus necessarily. He worked in a factory anyways, one factory for all his life. Um, eventually, that factory did a bunch of layoffs yeah. to a lot of people, and he got laid off. And then <laughs> another factory opened up in uh, the Columbia area. And eventually, unfortunately, that factory also that factory actually just up was was crazy. That factory was open for about a year or more, maybe maybe yeah. less, and then they closed down. Mm. And so at the time he was unemployed, but at the time he was trying to actually go back to school at Columbia State. Oh, wow! And he actually started to take some classes actually already. 
That's incredible. Because um, he, what he wanted to do, actually, I believe from my understanding, is he wanted to, to get some sort of a degree and actually eventually be uh, possibly even be like a, a police officer, actually, even though he wow. was, you know, in his or in his 40s, you know. Yeah, that's awesome. That's what he wanted to do. Well, and, you know, uh, go ahead. Well, actually, I lost my train. Go ahead. Keep talking. <laughs> but, you know, I, I think the um, combination of being unemployed, the com- uh, combination of stress of, of trying to get a school situated and everything – had a big factor you know stress can affect your blood pressure and, yeah. r- and raise it you know and um you know it, but who knows really it, it happened and for a long time now i guess my point is that it seems my my little f- uh, family's been um pretty pretty much broken ever since yeah um, unfortunately you know especially um once i graduated high school uh Everything um, changed entirely, which, you know, everything changes anyways when you graduate high school. But right. in a sense, for me, it... Man, what I'd do to go back. Yeah. Just on some days, I just am like, man, I wish I was sitting in high school. Yeah. Simple times anyways, in a sense. Simple times. <laughs> yeah. But... What a crying shame. I guess what I'm trying to say here is, is that I pretty much had to, like, figure, figure things out on my own, unfortunately. And not saying my mom um, didn't, you know, didn't want, wasn't going to help me or anything. But unfortunately, she 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 actually said this to me that wasn't wasn't really till like this past year that she actually was herself again. You know, after everything said and done. And unfortunately, you know, time time doesn't slow down or wait around or anything by any means. And unfortunately, I guess for a, a lot of people, you know, they move on, but. For some people, it takes them a long time to move forward from a lot of things anyways. Yeah, healing takes time. You know? Uh, and yeah, being on my own for a long time now and having to figure out life kind of on my own for the most part, not, not, you know, not everything entirely. And believe me, I love my mom very deeply, very, very much, and I appreciate her very, very much, and she definitely helped me and continues to help me the best of her ability by all means. Yeah. But I'm not going to say that... Uh, there's plenty of times where I, I, uh, I wish that things were, uh, like whole, like whole, per se, you know. Mm-hmm. And we had a system of like uh, helping each other, help help ourselves to be able to move forward what we want to do. Yeah. You know, because I mean, there's been. Uh, I'm kind of over the all over the place. I'm sorry. Now, no, 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 you're good. I guess my point is, is that. I wanted to be able to the ones to step up and take faith of just bringing everybody together as best as I can, anyways. Yeah, you know, and I can't because there's there's been a a lot of times you know my mom when I got into uh, arguments when people say things they don't mean when they're they're angry and mad. Yeah, there was a time where you know my same thing with my brother. There was just a lot of turmoil for a long time actually. Yeah, and, and my family, there really there really was unfortunately yeah and I guess I won't take my experiences and hopefully encourage and help other people going through similar situations yeah you know absolutely and I know there's a lot of people probably that don't have the ability to go to to, to mom and dad and their mom and dad may not have the ability to really help them in life and help them like go to school or help them do the things that they normally would or need to do yeah and so I would just like to encourage people to keep to keep pushing to keep going forward regardless you know it's easier said than done but i, I want to be an avenue you know i'll actually like to start something 
starts a foundation or something, one, to help suicide prevention, and two, to also be able to help kids in high school, especially kids through tragedies or through low-income homes, especially yeah. in general, to help found a foundation to be able to give them some tools to better equip them to be able to make decisions on have a have a start have because you yeah. think like sometimes you know some people go some people some people in this world in this society you know I, I I'm not you know what I'm sorry a little it just makes me mad but there's some people that just look upon down upon people yeah and they, I agree and they and they people constantly asking questions they're like why don't you do this and this and this you need to do this, this. well my thing is are some people that don't have like a good like start of resources or foundation to be able to do yeah. those things. Yeah, foundation. You know, when you when you when you break down when you start breaking down somebody, their foundation goes back to the home. Yeah, goes back to family. It does goes back to where because you know they grow up where they grow where they grow up at what kind of environment they're in. Um, Foundations are important. Mm-hmm. It's important. Um, uh, you know, obviously, I don't have kids yet. Uh, don't plan on having kids for a little, well, a little while longer. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, because I haven't been, I haven't gotten married yet, and I think I have discussed it with my fiance. Unless you know, we want to raise kids on me working at all, at Walmart on a Walmart salary. Don't think it's a good idea. So we're gonna wait till I graduate school, and then you know, maybe have some kids here and there. Oh, it's but, good. Yeah. Uh, you know, like it's so important to teach those kids. Well, you know, I'm just gonna get spiritual here. That's fine. Might as well. You know, there's a scripture, and I believe it is in. I don't know where it's at. I'm gonna have to find it. That's let me, a, that's let me okay. just let me just. Uh, yeah. Well, I was going to say, like you know, regardless of what you, regardless of what you believe, you can't deny there's a first. It's a spiritual aspect. Yeah. And then it goes, you know, like a spiritual aspect. Then there's like a um. Well, I forgot about. Sorry, I forgot. I lost my train of thought. No, it's okay. Actually, I did find the scripture. I'm okay. Pulling okay. Because I don't have my I don't have my paper Bible here. Gotcha. Uh, with me, I've got it on my phone, but my phone makes too much noise. That's all. So I'm good. just gonna, I'm just gonna read it uh, off the web, and it's wanting me to install the Bible. No, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you already, I mean, you already got it on your phone. I've already got it on my phone. Yeah. And I have been reading the uh, the New American Standard Bible here okay. right, here lately. It's actually it's Proverbs twenty two six. Uh, let me find Proverbs. There it is. Proverbs uh, twenty two six. Um, train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he grows older, he will not abandon it. Right. Amen. So my right. whole thing, you know, getting spiritual here, which we've not really done on this podcast. We have stayed away uh, from the spiritual aspect, right. but we're jumping in it now. That's oh, fine. It's um, just... You know, train up a child in the way he should go. And even when he grows older, he will not abandon it. I like how he says he will not abandon it because that sets that for for parents who may have a a son or a daughter or even a loved one Mm -hmm. that you know grew up doing the right things their whole life and they're so far as far and as lost as lost can be you know that scripture holds true that you know this this is my goal as a parent if I one day can train up my kids to love the Lord uh, with all their hearts, their souls, their minds, their strength, 
And even when I leave this earth and I'm on my deathbed, if my kids love Jesus, I have done my duty. I have ran the race. I've Mm -hmm. done it. And I pray every day that my future kids will know him and love him for who he is. So take that scripture to heart. Proverbs 22.6. Hang on to it. Build a foundation. Foundations are important. You know, I'm an engineering major. I've studied uh, I've studied statics, and uh, I've studied dynamics. I'm in mechanics and materials now. Uh, foundations are very very important uh, in building things. Yeah, if you don't are. have a firm foundation, you know, if if when you're building a bridge, if you don't have a firm set of trusses, uh, your bridge is going to fall down. Right. It's it's not you know it's, it's not, not going to stay. It's, it's not, not going to yeah. be stable. It's physics. Physics say, and statics say, that if your truss isn't a, isn't firm, it's going to fall down. Gonna your fall bridge down. is going to fall. Yep. Build your bridge firmly. Firmly. And the only way to do that is on every word that comes from the mouth of God in His Word. Yeah. There you go. That's incredible, Benton. Thank you. Yeah. That was incredible. Coca Cola. <laughs> oh, don't you know there's a Diet Coke there? Oh, no. Oh, that's not Diet Coke. That's a regular Coke. Lord, I'd, it, but anyway. I'd go jump off one of them bridges if it's Diet Coke. <laughs> that's awesome, Benton. Thank you very much. Of course, of course. But, you know, it's a it's a spiritual thing. It's uh, the mother and father loving them. It's a, even like a financial thing, too. Yeah. You know? And sometimes, sometimes honestly, you'd be surprised. If you give somebody the right tools, what they can do, give them the resources to have those tools, what they can do. Sometimes is all it takes, in my opinion. Sorry about that. That's my keys. You're good. But you know what I mean. So I think there's yeah. a lot. Of pe- there's a lot of people out there that can do a lot of awesome things, but they don't necessarily have the ability and the tools to be able to to really get there. I agree. You know. Yeah. Because they're trying to do it on their own, you know, trying to. Do it on, I mean, it, it can be done, but you know, because yeah. they're doing it on their own, it just takes a lot longer. Yeah. Well, you know, there's there's nothing wrong with a man asking for help at Correct. all. There's nothing. You're not weak. You're Correct. not dumb. You're not stupid. There's there's nothing wrong with saying, "Hey, hey, man, I need some help." Right. I have asked that plenty amounts of times. Right. Because nobody's perfect. We all struggle. We all fall. You know. If we were all perfect, this world would be very, very boring. Right. I mean, means. you know, so, you know, th- th- there's nothing wrong with, you know, reaching out, asking for help. By all means. Oh, yes. Like, uh, as a matter of fact, I encourage it. Yes. Uh, if you know, if you, if, if our listeners know who Turtle is, and of course, you know, you know who I am, but if you know the, na- if you know the man behind the name, the Turtle, dun, 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 dun. reach out to both of us oh, yes. if you ever need help. If you need help, I would, yeah, I'd be more would, than glad to help. Exactly. You. I would, yeah. I would love to. And, you know, because, like, there's plenty of times where, you know, I've needed help, but unfortunately, maybe not had necessarily somebody I felt, you know, somebody I could go to, you know, for certain things. You know, there's a lot of times, I mean, not to just, uh, not to, like, roll around in self-pity or anything by any means. Oh, but no, like, no, no, um, there's been, I've been there. There's been, there's been plenty of times where, uh, you know, I was wondering, like, well, I can pay, I can I can pay the bills, but what I'm going to do uh, about food, what I'm going to do to eat. Yeah. You know? 
And sometimes it's because I've made mistakes on my own by all means, and sometimes things just have happened. You know, I will. Mm-hmm. I'm not afraid to admit that by all means. Sometimes it's yeah. just because of me, well, and, yeah, it and it's because like a just a struggle of being kind of unfortunately thrown into thrown to life with uh, unfortunately just but not but not not it's nobody's fault. But just because of circum of things happening, being thrown into it without uh, much of uh, resources necessarily to. Uh, to have in it anyways unfortunately you know yeah. and sometimes uh, like I said there's I've made some, uh, plenty of my share of mistakes unfortunately yeah. oh I have too who hasn't right um, and that's one of the ways you learn and you know I saw, that's why I want to start something to be able to help especially like because you know high school is a, a time to where once they leave high school people you really go try to find yourself yeah because a lot of people, myself included, you know, I, I, I didn't really know who I, I wasn't sure, like, finding who I was until after the fact. So, because, you know, once you're out of high school, you usually have to have work some sort of job. You know, most of the time, everybody does some form or fashion. Most of the time, most people want to, you know, go get to school. Get married. Get, you know, get married eventually or, or go to school. Have kids. Things like that. Babies. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, I want to be able to help quit people. Like I said, something to help them help themselves. Yeah. For the well, people that are maybe in tragedies like my case, my family, people that maybe have broken homes in general, people that maybe need somehow give them a little bit of extra tool in their toolbox to help them give a better start. Yeah. A better chance. Well, Turtle, the sky's the limit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the talk podcast is is willing to step in and do something. You know? And because there's been there's been plenty of times, you know, back to more of the back to mental health. And um, plenty of times, I've, I've best past year. It's you know last twenty twenty has been like at least of things has been crazy. You know, that's just putting it mildly, right? Yeah. But oh for, man, yeah, it's you know, been crazy. Put it, that's put putting it mildly. But I, I won't get in details about all that. You know, everybody knows. Everybody knows. You know, by all means, what has happened and everything. But my point is that for myself, I have discovered myself more and I've really come to terms with I believe I struggle with like you know a form of depression by all means yeah and there especially a few a few years ago there were some really low points yeah and uh, you know I'm not afraid to share this honestly back in February of, of this year um, there was an instance where I was talking to my mom on the phone and you know, I had uh, I had an emotional breakdown, honestly. To yeah. I I really had an emotional breakdown to the point where I was just like bawling my eyes out so much and breaking down. I couldn't even talk right and talk at all. And uh, and recognizing uh, recognizing what that was and what happened and you know I'm I'll go ahead and share this. And I, I said, I said this is this is going to pretty, get pretty heavy. And and thanks to this podcast, honestly, this is the first time in my life I think I've had a place to where I could share um, my thoughts like this. Yeah, well, that's what it's here for. And I'm sorry, Benton, but uh, back in February, anyways, um, I told my mom I felt like I'm that I didn't want to live anymore. Yeah. I, I, I felt like you know I hit a low point where I, I just didn't want to anymore, 
you know, I, I just felt um, the odds stacked against me. You know, I won't bring this up necessarily, but uh, stuck at a job at the moment anyways where uh, I work a full-time schedule by all means. Um, but unfortunately, don't really get pretty much, I'll just put it this way in a nutshell, my perspective, and there's two sides to every story, but my yeah. perspective is uh, unfortunately underpaid and underappreciated by all means, um, yeah. putting it just mildly. And just wanting to be able to, you know, I'm willing to put in the work if, by all means, and and that, and I'm willing to hopefully find a another job and move on in, in the future. Yeah, because I'm I'm willing because you know what my my point is why I felt so low is that I felt like you know one at the time, um, my car didn't work at the time. Still, you know that's always a big, just a huge um. Dent in the pocket. Dent in the pocket. Yeah. You know, by all means. Yeah. Uh, and also, I felt like I'm running around in a hamster wheel, you know, constantly running but going nowhere. Yeah. And I felt like, how am I going to obtain these dreams and things I have? Like, I just want to be able to go back to school and actually learn and because and, I love learning in general anyways. Yeah. But how am I going to do that and support myself? Well, I'm going to have to find a job that where I can really better support myself because it's just going to be me. Yeah. You know, and I just felt had a moment, and uh, there's other there's been other times where I've had this moment, but the past the same feelings honestly. Yeah. But this past February hit me it hit me the most that it's ever hit me before. Yeah. And, you know, I got to a moment where I was like, because I I got some pretty dark thoughts and pretty uh, honestly, Benton it was going to be. I was ready for it. I was ready. This is going to be it, and I was going to probably uh, leave a note and and, and be gone. Hmm. Honestly, I've never sh- I hadn't shared that with anybody besides my uh, mom, really necessarily. Yeah. And I wanted to go ahead and put that put this out there now, anyways. Like uh, that's how how far I was, anyways. That I, in my mind, I'd already man, and my mind had already planned it out, and, and and was going to go with it. And. uh I'm sorry, my friend, but that's kind of where my mind was at, unfortunately. No, it's okay. No. But but thankfully, I just... My sneeze. Hold on. You're good. No, okay. Okay, go ahead. You're good. You're good. <laughs> but thankfully, you know, myself personally, I just began to really feel uh, just a presence of the Holy Spirit. I, I just began to really think and really began to pray and just kind of broke down crying because I thought of all you know despite despite my whole family just for a long time being in turmoil despite not really you know being the place where I kind of wanted to be which most people are that's usually most people's cases unfortunately despite this huge mountain in front of me it seems of how am I going to get to the other side or get through this Yeah, I just thought of all the beautiful moments like doing this podcast with you having a friend like you of having the ability to go to my mom's house and bring her coffee and her favorite candles on her birthday yeah the little things thought of all those little things I thought of like uh, you know even though he's uh, 
not in a drive, a close by drivable distance, but the, you know, just all the times with my brother just being with him, and just uh, thinking of how I didn't want my story to end that way. Yeah, I didn't want it to end this way in a, in a tragedy like this. Despite mm-hmm. you know, there's plenty of times where I feel you know it's it's, it's one thing unfortunately too like. I'm not going to say any names. You know, one of the reasons why I haven't, I guess, seeked out or shared this with, uh, I shared it with, well, kind of with um, one person from our uh, our church, and uh, the, ter- our, the church that we kind of go to anyways. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, there's been, you know, and this is kind of more pertaining, still not get off subject, but one of the reasons why I haven't, uh, don't go as much, because a lot of times I get, I feel like, you know, I just don't feel like I'm good enough or I get looked down upon because I don't really dress as nice per se. I have the ability to dress as nice per se, unfortunately. Yeah. You know, and that's just, I'm not saying it's how the the setting's there, but it means it's just how I feel in a a personal struggle. struggle. Right. But, you know, I guess unfortunately I'm saying this not feeling like there's a, not a place to belong and a place where I was like, I don't know if I could be able to do this and I, I don't want to constantly run in those hamster wheel and run in circles anymore. That's how I felt. Yeah. Anyways. And feeling, feeling like a, a place where I can really, you know, share these feelings really. And I was like, I don't know. Like I said, I knew that Okay, I'm so, I'm kind of, I'm kind of rambling right now. I'm sorry. No, it's but anyways, okay. I'm no. trying to try to bring it back. But anyways, it's okay. keep going. My point is, is that I knew that the, that this was not the way for this to end by any means. Yeah, I didn't want this to end. I didn't want it to end that way. No matter how the circumstances may seem negative, mm-hmm. no matter how if like it seems like as much harder work as I put in at times, yet it doesn't seem to go anywhere sometimes. Which that <clears throat> everybody struggles with that feeling, but of all means, yeah. And I can't let. Just because you know, yeah, I have been bullied. I have been belittled. There's somebody that still does that to me almost every day, honestly. Yeah. Despite those just you know words of garbage, they're just trying to be baggage upon myself. I can't let that just weigh me down. Yeah. You know, I can't let that weigh me down. I can't let my circumstances weigh me down. I can't let absolutely ne- negativity. Absolutely. I can't let people's opinions weigh me down. What yeah. they think weigh me down. Come on. I can't let any of that weigh me down anymore. That's and right. One thing that, you know, I'm going to study more of American folk heroes. Yeah. Something that was interesting to me. I'm going to study more of those stories. But I thought about, I always loved the story of John Henry. Mm. John Henry and his hammer, right? Yep. Beat the machine. That's it. I just imagined just give me the strength like him and the faith like him, no matter what the outcome might be, to, just yeah. to keep swinging anyway. The, uh, the, the perseverance. The perseverance, my friend. The courage. The courage. Yeah. That no matter what happens, that you know, I may not, <laughs> I may not be, have the ability yet, like other people, but you know what? I'm gonna keep fighting regardless. Yeah. And just hearing Mister Sn- you know, Snack Snyder's story there, just really just put like the insp- spark of like you know this is something I want to talk about and I want to share anyways. Yeah. I'm sure. When I heard that, because you know. There was a, you know, I don't, 
you know, I'm a big, you know, I love comic book characters and fictional characters by all means, and I I can pull inspiration from writers and artists doing fictional stories and it inspire me and keep me persevering by all means. Right. Yeah. And there was a moment when, uh, spoiler warning, sorry, but I was almost sorry share this here. But there's a moment. It's okay. I'll put my fingers in my ears. Yeah. <laughs> there's a moment. Uh, Go ahead. When, um, in, the, in Zack Snyder's Justice League, the movie, when Superman has come back and he's getting his suit and you actually hear, hear like, um, his biological father, Jarrell, talking, narrating, mm-hmm. and then you hear his adopted dad, Jonathan Kent, narrating. Oh, wow. That's deep. And you hear them both saying, like, things they've said to Man still like these positive things, you know, about him and hope. And Yeah. But the, what really hit me in the, in the, in the heart, anyways, was um, right before he takes off to fly, you hear Jonathan Kent say, Go fly now, son. Then he takes off. Hmm. And as in as in discovering myself more and and letting go of the past in a more positive, healthy way, I just uh, and and a lot of prayer time and and thought. Basically, to me, I just imagine my dad just saying that to me, anyways. Yeah, that's what I felt like, anyways. I just imagine him saying, "Yeah." Well, Turtle, I can truly say that you're one of my very best friends. I'm proud of you. Uh, you do you do so much. You work so hard for what you have. And uh, I look up to you as an older brother, and I truly mean that, even though you're only a few years older than me, but still. Thank you. Uh, you're, you're an amazing person. You're fun to be around. I'm very thankful that you'll be <clears throat> with me on my wedding day. That's a very important day to me, and I'm glad that, that you'll be there as well. And uh, keep your head up, Turtle. Thank you. You're, you're doing a fantastic job. And uh, thank you, my friend. And um, another big point that hit me in the, uh, hard was uh, just inspired me was um, there's a scene in your ways where Barry on the Flash is... Uh, it's running anyways. Now contain the spoiler. Yeah, I'll contain it down so it doesn't spoil it for you. I'm just you. kidding. You just you say what you want to say. But Go ahead. As he's running, because you know the story of Barry's stories. Mm. I love his story. I love the story of Flashpoint, which was originally a comic story written by one of my favorite writers, one of the best writers ever, Jeff Johns. Jeff Johns. Where uh, Barry goes back in time to stop his mom from dying, but when he does. Everything else is, you know, crazy. It's insane. So he has, he has to go back in time to stop himself, from stop his stop from his mom from dying. He has to learn to has to let go. There's a scene in this movie, anyways, where Barry starts to run. And he says, "Make your own future and make your own past." Yeah. And you know, I, I can't change the past or the hurt that's been done, but I can be thankful for all the good times and good things that has come from the past, and I can. I can change and make a brighter future anyways, my friend. Absolutely. Even though the road might be very rocky and... Narrow. Very narrow and a lot of obstacles will be in the way. I want to, by all means, continue moving forward down that road anyways. Yeah. And, um... Like I said, it was going to get some some deep, heavy talk tonight, folks. And, um... 
I hope every I hope this encourages everybody by all means. And I, I want to just hope that I hope and pray that everybody is loved that you loved out there. Know there's a God that loves you. Mm-hmm. You know what? I want to say that I love you. I mean, I know who you are, but I love you. Yeah. And I know I know that our our all our circumstances, situations are different. Some some are a lot worse than others. But I just want to keep praying, believing, just everybody have faith to fly. Yeah. To keep going, to keep persevering, just as like John Henry kept swinging that hammer. Keep swinging that hammer, everybody. Yeah. You know what? Mate, you might feel like nobody believes in you. I know there's a God that believes in you, and I believe in you by all means. Yeah, I do as well. And so, keep running the race. I know it's hard a lot, hard a lot of times. It's very difficult. I know a lot of times that maybe you have a job right now because you you just took it because you needed it, and maybe you you feel overworked, you feel underappreciated, and maybe you feel like, man, I really needs to make more money by all means. Everybody's felt that way one from another. But you know what? I say, despite, maybe you don't feel appreciated in your, work, in your workplace, but I encourage you to keep doing the, keep working as hard as you can to do the right thing. Yeah. Keep persevering. Keep doing it regardless of what or who, what they think or what they would, may not think or appreciate you, but just keep working. Keep doing it. Absolutely. Keep perse- you know, persevering. I can't just... I, I want to dive into more of this, more mental health by all means, and my goal is to start something in a, a foundation somehow someday to help people help themselves and just to help raise, raise awareness about this. Yeah. And that's also I brutal. just think of like, I just think of like somebody like me in situations I've been in and how much just hurt and sorrow and loss. And so I just want to be able to take my experiences and hopefully help that person out that feels the same way. Yeah. Well, you know, I think that's awesome that you want to start a foundation one day. And, you know, everything begins with a dream. Dreams are some of the most powerful things that we have in our toolbox as we navigate life. And, uh, Turtle, I think it's awesome. You know. I really do. Remember, dreams make us who we are. There you go. Yeah. And I feel like John Williams said something about dreams. I think so. But I can't remember what he said. <laughs> That's okay. It was it was something very passionate, very good, like very heartfelt. But one of my I'll say this as yeah. a wrap up here. Hit it. One of my favorite fictional stories of all time, not just a comic book story, but fictional stories of all time, is there's a one of the best cartoonist artists that worked has worked in the fields of comics his name his name was Darren Cook mm. Darren Cook passed away in 2016 of uh, cancer mm. and even though I never met him physically I felt like I met him through his work he did anyways yeah and he did a story called it was done at DC it's called The New Frontier and the the story ends with JFK's speech about The New Frontier yeah how you know this Op, this story of optimism and story of like just exploring new frontiers, right? Yeah. I'm going to keep dreaming and believing and, and, and discovering, you know, my new frontier. Yeah. You know, I think my, I, I think everybody has a new, you know, it's hard to 
move on past the past, but I believe there's a new horizon for everybody out a there. A very bright future, if yes. you will. Yeah. I agree. Well, Turtle, thank you so much uh, for sharing that. I hope I didn't throw you too much of a curveball, but I'm glad that we we chose this uh, topic as of discussion tonight, today, this morning, whenever they're listening to the podcast. Yes. Uh, other than what we had originally planned. I think it's an absolute... You killed it, Turtle. Well, thank you. An absolutely, an absolute amazing job. Thank you, my friend. And I'm proud of you, and I'm proud to call you a best friend of mine. Thank you. I'm proud to call you my best friend of mine, too, my friend. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to, you know, if you are struggling with uh, thoughts of suicide or depression or even, you know, anxiety, you know, whatever you may be struggling with, if you need somebody to talk to, the AS or the AFSP, uh, which uh, Zach Snyder mentioned in that short video clip earlier into the uh, earlier in the podcast, uh, you can call 800-273-8255, or you can even text TALK in capital letters to 741741. And uh, we will post a link to the AFSP.org. We will post a link uh, to their website on our Facebook page uh, when this podcast airs. But mental health is very, very very important, especially this day and time when that we're living in, with still dealing with the effects of COVID nineteen. Got my vaccine actually. Oh yeah. Yeah, felt like, felt terrible. Had a terrible <laughs> headache the day after, but I finally got over the headache. But yeah, got vaccinated. Hey, well worth Woo-hoo. it. Oh yeah, yes, yeah. yes. I'm, I'm very proud of myself for doing it last minute, but hey, I did it. Yeah, very proud, very proud. But yeah, you know, uh, dealing with mental health in the ongoing COVID nineteen pandemic is very, very important. And so we will post the link to the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention on our Facebook page. So that way, if you are struggling with it or you know someone who has struggled with it or is struggling with it, you can send them to that website. And actually, I was actually looking up in there, and there's actually a Tennessee chapter. You can join a local chapter really uh, from the AFSP. Oh, let's see. It is a Tennessee chapter. Of course, you can go on the AFSP uh, website, you can search uh, your local city and state, and you can actually find out more information about your chapter and who to contact to get involved to help to help go with that chapter. Uh, that's incredible, Benjamin. Thank you for that. That's of course, incredible. and some upcoming events here, like uh, April 10th, a Tennessee chapter virtual campus walk. Oh, wow. Coffee County Walk on September 18th, Knoxville Walk on the 2nd of October, uh, Memphis Mid-South Walk on the 23rd, and that's as far as it goes. But yeah, very cool stuff here on their website. Very, uh, very interesting. Uh, very um, great tool to have. Yeah, great tool to have. You can donate, you know, whatever you feel right. like you decide to donate. Uh, a lot of statistics and everything. Um, really good stuff. Personal stories, really good stuff on the AFSP.org website. So we'll link that to our Facebook page. Also, this podcast, The Talk Podcast, we're on eight platforms. Eight platforms. Incredible. <clears throat> eight platform. We are on Apple Podcasts. We're on Breaker. We're on Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, Anchor, and TuneIn Radio. That is the newest one there. Like our page on Facebook. Yes, please. 
Check out the new logo, new art coming soon. That's incredible. Uh, you can go back, listen to our recent episode, last week's episode with Brax, Paranormal, the Unexplained and the Unwanted. You can also travel back to Conan the Barbarian, Monsters and Mysteries in America, The Sasquatch, The Talk Strikes Back, The Office of an American Podcast, The Silent Night, Talking Overtime Number One, where we talk with Jacob Greenwald, aka the creator of Fireside Talks Podcast, and the first episode ever of the Fireside Talk or of the Talk Podcast, excuse me, John. Williams, the man, the myth, the composer. Man, what a mouthful. That's incredible. That is very incredible. Well, Turtle, you got anything else? Are we good? Well, I'll just say this, you know, I want to say I just, you know, I love everybody and just keep on keeping on. Keep pursuing, keep perseverance by all means. Keep on keeping on. Fight the good fight. Fight the good fight. And always know that if you need somebody to talk to, We're here. We're here, everybody. The Talk Podcast is here for you. Always will be, as long as the Lord blesses us to do this podcast. Exactly. But we're here, signing off from the Outer Rim Studios in a disclosed location. I'm Ben. I'm the Turtle. And we will see you next time as we leave you with Allison Crow, hallelujah, from Zack Snyder's Justice League. We'll see you next time. I'm Ben. I'm the Turtle. See you later. Goodbye, everybody. We'll see you. All that I have ever learned from love Was how to shoot somebody Who outdrew you Well, it's not a cry that you hear at night And it is not somebody who has seen the light It's a cold and it is a broken heart